Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 12.35 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. Just said Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland join us today from 12.10 till uh, 12.30. Thank you. Uh, to uh, Jamie Carpel, Sean May, and the Oilers staff for helping make that happen on short notice. Oilers, uh, we had to switch, Ken, because of the fact that Edmonton's got Ottawa back-to-back Wednesday and Thursday. Tomorrow's game, by the way, starts at 3 p.m. Edmonton time. Oilers now will go 12 to 1.30, and then the face-off show from 1.30 until 3. Uh, besides Ken Holland on today's show, Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. Our province's horse racing and breeding industries introduced new safety protocols with thorough vet checks, stricter rules, tougher penalties. Employing Albertans caring for our horses, horse Racing Alberta, and uh, longtime Post Media base writer out of Ottawa, Bruce Garriock, to talk about the upcoming trade deadline. That is part of our top story for legacy eating and cooling. Pay no overtime rates on their 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. Reminder, you can text us, and you are. You text us a bunch during Ken Holland's interview on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Find everything you'll need for your next flooring project at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or at ashleyfinefloors.com. And we're going to head off to our River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree has multiple dream catcher spot stay packages available for booking now. You can reach them at 1-844-425-2733 or visit rivercreeresort.com backslash stay. And uh, when the province gets fully back up and at them, the River Cree will get back up and at them. Boy, it's going to be an interesting uh, next couple of weeks here in uh, uh, Alberta, that's for sure. All right. Uh, should mention, uh, that, uh, and by the way, Brendan, we did a Japanese village uh, read yesterday at 1230 to hook up our man, our main man, the one and only, uh, John Shannon, who joins us twice a week. Mark Spector is with us today, and we'll tell you the guests on the show receive certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse, whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town. Every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. Speck's been pounding out his own Ken Holland interview. Speck, how are you doing? Oh, pretty well, Bobby. Some interesting stuff, uh, 
from a general manager that's generally been pretty active at the deadline, right, in his career, that I'm not sure how active he's going to be this year. What was your take? Yeah, uh, well, let's uh, we'll, we'll quickly, I mean, three or four things. Number one, limited or no cap space, money in, money out. That's one of the things that he reiterated. Not moving out any of his own existing unrestricted free agents, which includes the, the likes of Ryan Nugent Hopkins or Tyson Berry or Adam Larson. Kind of talked a bit about the fact that that's his way of, of, of kind of showing that, you know, we're going to stick with it and compete and see what we can do here. Um, I mean, I can see them doing something small. I don't see a, a big shakeup. I talked a bit about organically maybe improving the team, uh, the uniqueness of the situation with Evan Bouchard, which is far from ideal. Uh, frankly, I, I'd be more open spec to playing for right shot deep, especially again after what I saw to Caleb Jones last night. That pairing was terrible. Uh, Caleb mm-hmm. Jones and Ethan Bear against Montreal. Anytime a team hard four checks those guys, they're in a world of you know what, and they can't get out of it. So, uh, but, uh, there's, you know, the pandemic, 29 man roster. You got to have eight defense here, and it's worked against Evan Bouchard this season. Um, uh, and he said he'd be open potentially. He's not an ageist, so he's got no problem signing guys late 30s like a Mike Smith to a, another deal. So those were sort of the themes. Uh, I know you had a separate conversation earlier with him today. Uh, anything you gleaned that was unique? Well, my takeaway from the season really, Bob, is that, that you know, what we generally see at the deadline, uh, sure, there's the odd splash where a team lands a first-line player, but probably 90-plus percent of trades at the deadline are, are Playoff teams that are that are adding to their depth, right? They're making a trade for a guy that's gonna, you know, that just gives them an extra an extra player, a fill in a spot here, fill in a spot there. They don't. I know we can all think of times when a, a great player moved at the deadline, but that's usually not the case. So what Holland did was he went out at the end of last season and, and got all his depth. Right, the orders looked at you know Holland and his staff looked at the fact that they're going to have a taxi squad. They can carry like twenty eight guys. They went out and they signed, you know, they signed Tyler Ennis and Cahoon and Slater Kukuk and Devin Shore and you know they re-signed Russell and Laguson. So my point would be this: they don't need any depth. They got lots of depth, right? Yep. They got guys yep. in the taxi squad we think can play right now. He doesn't need any depth, and what he needs. I don't think he can afford Bob. I don't think he's got the cap space to get the second line left winger, the third line centerman that he wants. I don't think he could do that at the deadline. Do you? Uh, no, not not a se- not a second line. I mean, even what's a second line left wing? Like I know for a fact that Boston and New York Islanders are, are probably the leading candidates right now to get Taylor Hall. And yeah, and I think, and I and that's you know so the Islanders are in a situation like I I believe the Islanders to me Lou has the mechanism in the window because of a significant injury to Honors Lee uh, I could I could see the Islanders getting that done uh, you know I could see the Islanders being the team they stepped up last year for Pajot and then signed into a long term extension at a, that that guy's a terrific third line center uh, I think it'll be a rental in Hall's case I but we have we have listeners right now texting the show that saying Taylor Hall's not even a top six forward anymore. I think they're deluding themselves. I still think he's a top six forward. But that's, I mean, that's, you, you talked about impactful guys. I mean, is Butch Goring the most impactful guy of all time that the Islanders added back in the early 80s? <laughs> oh, like, and that was pre, pre-cap, so. Yeah, like, you know, I mean. You can't, go, you can't go pre-cap and make any comparisons to now. Like, the Leafs used to add guys every single year, but they were just spending as much as they felt like. like it's not uh, the same well, thing. they didn't make it to any Stanley Cup finals back in time. They never succeeded doing it, Bob. You're right. In fact, they more their future every year 
and they never made it to the cup. Who is the guy they traded for the third? They got for the was it uh, Curvers? I'm trying to think of who they got from the Devils, and the Devils got the third overall pick that turned out to be Scott Niedermeyer. Uh, somebody will so, somebody will text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. So we know the Oilers aren't moving their number one at this time. Like I could see at the draft, if the Oilers don't get the guy they want at number one, I could see Edmonton trading down and getting a a second or third. That's, that's a different car, but I don't see them. They're not trading their number one. They're not trading Broberg. They're not trading Bouchard. Uh, they're probably not trading Sam Rukoff right now. Uh, they're not trading uh, McLeod. I, I, you know what Edmonton well, has? To tra- spec. I'm gonna, not you- doing anything, Bob. Like yeah. if you want a, uh, the player we're talking about, let's just define him as a three million dollar player, right? Yeah. Yep. The w- the winger you want for dry sale is going to be a three million dollar guy. Anyone who has a million dollar guy who's that good, that means he's probably on an entry-level contract, and they're not trading them to you. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you're looking for a 3 to $4 million player. So how are you going to get that guy? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I think they could trade. You want to know what I think they might consider trading? Sure. I think they trade their fourth-round pick. Okay, what's that? Like somebody will look up the numbers. Is that a seven percent chance to pan out a fourth okay. round pick? Okay, I could see them trading their fourth round pick, or I could see them trading Tyler Benson because I think they see McLeod different than Benson because of the skating ability. So okay, I but wait a second. There's a hole in that theory, Bob, and the hole is they got to move salary out. Yes, yes, a three million dollar player. Yes, yes, yes. So, so take you got to take salary right off your roster here. So right. here's so here's how you do it, okay? So here's how it's here's how it's got to be done. So theoretically, would you trade a fourth round pick in Joe Kim Nygaard as an example? That's the salary that moves out. Calgary eats half on Derek Ryan because I think we can agree. Are the Flames done, Spec? Okay, okay. Just hold on, Go hold on, because he's a yeah. three point. So he's a. Th- they've got one point three million dollars in cap space to spend at the deadline. Okay, so. If Calgary eats half on 3.1, that knocks a guy like Ryan down to one and a half. Then you send out a contract like a Nygaard at 700000 going the other way. That gives you the finance. That's the only way that they can add a player at that level. That's And that is just a pure, that's an example of a guy that's in that $3 million price point that you might be able to make an argument. I know John Willis had a huge piece uh, sort of looking at the third line centers and the guy that made the most sense at that price point. And you, because you brought up the three million bucks so there's a there's a center option that's the way you could do it the cost would probably be a fourth round pick i'm not even and you know what i don't know if bradshaw living in calgary would even they go why in the heck would we help the edmonton we're not doing that deal like maybe why why are we eating half the salary and only getting a fourth round pick well you just said seven percent or whatever in return and yoko nygaard who at this point i'm not sure he can play in a league yeah Uh, and he's and he's unrestricted after this year right yeah yeah so, so, so you're get, you're get, the return you're get, isn't very good for Calgary in that trade, right? So that, but you said that. So that's the one way you could. The team would have to. I mean, you look at Buffalo. Like somebody said, you know, a lot of people think, well, there's no way Buffalo can get a first round pick for Hall, and I would say. Well, probably, unless you're talking 25 to 30. If the team thinks you're drafting 25 to 30, that's like a good second-round pick. So, you know, if if Buffalo sits there and eats half on Hall, I mean, the Islanders traded their number one away last year to get Pajot. Maybe Buffalo sits there and says, okay, give us a second and a fourth, and then we'll take the third we got from the Habs for Stahl and the second we got from the Islanders in a, in a trade for Hall, and then turn around and trade the two and the three, and now we're into the first round. That's, that's the sort of, you know what I mean, the labyrinth of moves – but, Mark, I think we can both agree. It is tight out there financially because of the flat cap and because of how many teams are in LTIR. And this might, I mean, 
this might make for a real boring day on Monday when the trade deadline takes place. Well, it, I think so. And I think I want to add one more thing. that you, you made the point. They don't want to trade any of those young guys. That's the only other way to do it. You could take a $4 million player if you could get them to take Zach Cassian back and they, or, or, or Mikko Koskinen. But then they would say, well, hold on here. If I'm taking that guy back, I want Philip Broberg in that deal. I want your first or your, you know, I want your first this year or next year. So if you're saying to me, and, and Ken Holland said to me, I'm not, he's not very interested in trading any of those guys you named. He does not want to trade them. No, you never say never. Some stuff can happen and things change. But that's really the only other option is to trade off a contract you don't like, like Cassian's the way he's playing, but then you have to attach the commensurate player to that number, Bob, and that's a good prospect, not just an average prospect, a good Oh, prospect. no, it's – right, right. So here, here's – I don't think you do that this year. The orders, the orders have a nice team. They're 12th in the league. I like where they're going. they got a good future. They're a pretty good team right now. They're not going to win the Stanley Cup this year, Bob, I don't believe. I agree. Their, their, their summer to improve their team was like what Montreal did this past summer with Mark Bergevin. That's Edmonton's summer this upcoming summer. Okay, because right. they're they're going to have the cap space. The Canadians, like you look at the, it's pretty obvious what Edmonton needs to spend on. They need a state like the they they let's just assume they get Nugent Hopkins done, and maybe that's a false assumption. I but I want to I'll think from the positive perspective. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, let's let's just assume that everybody sits there and goes, you know what, like uh, you know Nugent Hopkins camp sits there and says, hey. I get, let's say I get five, seven, five, six, six, two, five, whatever it is on the deal. And I, you know what? The pressure, you know, I, I get to play with either McDavid or Dry Settle. I'm on a really good power play. It's a good fit. So that's one left wing. They've got the two young right wings, Yamamoto and Pulley on the other side. I know Pulley cooled off a bit. Looked pretty good last night, by the He's way. He's a player on your team long term, Bob. We're not right. taking him out so, of the so, unless so, someone great comes along. So they need a second line left wing. We can agree on that. Second line left wing, probably in the four to five million dollar range spec, and then realistically, they'll either they're going to have one of Bear or Barry, and the the analytics types will make a strong argument for Bear to be that guy. They need Larson more than they need Barry. I think you can agree on that. And they got Bouchard coming, so there's their three right shot guys. Nurse has now become one of the ten best defensemen. Sorry for you, Nurse haters out there. He is one of the ten. He's one of the ten best defensemen in the league. Like there's, he's playing 25 minutes a game. He's leading the league in goals. The Oilers haven't had a guy with this many goals since Paul Coffey, the year he scored 48 at the 39 game mark. So he's. He's a pretty good player, but they need a second-pairing left defenseman. So they need a second-pairing left defenseman, Mark, and a second-left winger. And I'm not sure you can get that now. You save your bullets and save your money and get that done in the summer. What do you think? Well, I think, no, first of all, let's make something clear. This time of year, the trade deadline is where you deal with rentals. Trade deadline is short-term thinking. Right, I haven't done the study, Bob, but I don't. I'd love to see it, and I don't think I need to do it because I'm going to tell you that over 85 percent of trades made on trade deadline are short-term deals for teams. Right, yep. Yep. not the team getting the first-round pick, but I'm talking about the team that's trying to upgrade. There, it's short-term stuff. So you build your team properly in the summertime. First of all, the trade deadline, Bob, you're only dealing with half the league. Right, the other half of the league is, is, you know, if you're a buyer, you're dealing with sellers. If you're a seller, you're dealing with buyers. In the summer, you're dealing with 31 other teams. So there's no question to me. This is these are summer moves. 
you got to get some cap off the books here. you got to make the moves you have to make. I'm going to say to you, I don't think that they can get – Yeah, I don't think Ken Holland can find his winger, his centerman, and his left defenseman all in one summer. They still have an issue in goal here at some point, or re-sign Mike Smith, I guess. Uh, but he could certainly nail down two of those positions, don't you think? I think he can get two. Mark, if I exclude, like, does Caleb Jones, I've got Paul's tweeting me saying, what about Caleb Jones for a potential trade? Does he have any currency in his market right now, in the market? No, no, that's unfortunately for him. He's got as much currency in the market as he has uh, on the Oilers, you know, with the Oilers staff right now. Every time he goes in, he doesn't play any good. Right, so why would someone else look at him and say he's a he's a guy that's going to be a good defenseman if if he'd be in the Oilers lineup every night if he looked like he could play? Right now, I'm questioning how much he's going to be able to play. He's having a bad year. I wouldn't give up on him, but right now his value is very low in the market. Bob, Mark, we're going to step out for one minute because we got to catch up on some of our commercial breaks here and. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're going to hit on a number one topic for a lot of the listeners that are texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. This is Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. We will get to uh, NHL today as well for elite promotional marketing as well as the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers uh, coming up for you today at about 1.22. Uh, we will tell you that guests in Oilers Now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Don and his staff are thrilled to serve you again for dine-in and takeout orders. Full details at jvedmonton.ca. Back to Mark Spector, Sportsnet Spec for the horses and horse racing Alberta. The uh, horse racing and breeding industry employs over 7,000 Albertans. Spec, we have nine separate texts on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Surprised, guys, there's no discussion around the legit number one uh, goaltender. Another texter comes in saying, Bob, before all these players you mentioned, a left, second left wing or a second pairing left shot D, we need a number one goalie first. No questions asked. Mark, how would you respond to that? They do, and the summertime is the time to get that goalie, Bob. Um, there's no question in my mind that you know, the thing about the summer is all you give up to acquire a player in the summer is whatever you need to pay him as a free yes. agent. Yes. Uh, you make a trade now, you've got to give up assets going the other way. So, uh, you know, I heard Kevin Woodley on the radio the other day talking about how many different goalies are out there. If you go to Cap Friendly and go under goalies, there's some names. So, uh, I don't think you're going to trade for that guy right now unless for some reason Columbus wants to. You, you like the Columbus goalie, and he makes a deal with the Yarmo Kikalainen. Uh, frankly, I think the summertime is a better time to do it. You see, it's interesting for me, Mark, and I'll tell you why. Because what I would do, I think you do have to contemplate bringing Mike Smith back. Okay? Uh, sure. I mean, what's, and, and part of it, so listeners hear me out here, what I would do is I would not – if I'm bringing Smith back, I'm finding a new home for Koskinen. But I want a goaltender at like 26, 27, 28 that can work with Mike Smith. John Shannon had a, a full board up last night and showed other comparables for 39-year-old goaltenders. It, 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 you know, quite favorable to Smith. Mark, you know what kind of athlete this guy is. It's the work ethic. 
and the mental game that he's so good at, and the, obviously the puck handling ability, he has he's a guy that players believe in. So what I'm saying here is I would target a guy that you think's good at 26, 27 that can play with Mike Smith. Okay, and Mike mm-hmm. Smith ends up breeding some of those uh, characteristics into a guy at 26, 27. And it might have to be a guy that's struggled a bit in another organization, but a guy you believe in from a technical perspective, and you wonder if a guy like Smith can help. And I'm serious about this. Like, I, I get the listeners that say you can't come back the same tandem. I'm, I might tend to agree with you, and I'm wondering whether or not you move something with Koskinen to get back a younger goaltender than Koskinen, who's 33, and you get a guy that's got uh, that could benefit under the guidance of Mike Smith. What about that? Does that make sense? No, especially if you have a guy that, you know, when Mike Smith broke in in Dallas, he came out a junior as a as a puck-handling goalie. He was, you know, he loved to do it. He was fairly good at it. And he went into Dallas where Marty Turco was. And Marty Turco was basically the best guy since Marty Brodeur at handling the puck. So that mentorship worked out pretty well. And Mike Smith would be an excellent guy to now work on the other side of that deal. you got to find the right goalie. Uh, I'm not thinking, you know, you can't just take a guy that doesn't handle the puck and turn him into a puck handler. That doesn't work. you got to find the right guy in that respect, Bob. Uh, but sure, the, the fly in your ointment is moving the last year and $4.5 million on Miko Koskinen's contract. I would say to you, let's take this out. You know, if I'm the GM, I take that deal out into the market, see what it's going to cost me, what level of prospect or draft pick to sweeten that deal to, to move Koskinen. And then I weigh that against the the dimensions of buying a out this last year. One of the two things would probably have to happen. So our listeners have jumped aboard here, Mark. So, Bob, are you saying we have a shot about uh, Carter Hart? I don't know about Carter Hart. I'm amazed. No. I can't believe what Philadelphia did there. But you heard Kevin Weeks on Thursday. He did not hold back on Elaine Vigneault. Basically said uh, Elaine Vigneault has, uh, you know, didn't necessarily 100% back Roberto Luongo nor Henrik Lundqvist, which is a little bit revealing. Uh, another text says, what about Chris Dreger? Uh, that's going to be an interesting one. Mark, you know which agent represents Chris Dreger? I'm going to give you a hint. He's out of Edmonton, and he's often on this show. Yeah, right. <laughs> Jerry, well, Jerry Johan. Call to Jerry and let us know what's going on with Dreger. Uh, well, the thing is, because they signed Spencer Knight, right, in Florida. They did sign Spencer Knight, but I'll tell you what, a team that has a $10 million goalie and Bobrovsky isn't doing, and that's taking Miko Koskinen's contract. No, uh, but... Maybe there's another home for Koskinen elsewhere. Maybe you can get, you know, Dreger's an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. And, and, and maybe Jerry, Jerry's sitting there saying, I, I can get my guy at least three, 3.25, 3.5 million a year based on the year he's had this year. It's food for thought. I, I think the listeners are correct. Like the Oilers, you, you said it's back. There were three areas. Second line left, well, might be four. Second line left wing, second left shot defenseman. People are saying, what about Clefbaum? Can we, can we, you know what? We're going to talk about cleft bomb and defense a little bit when we come back because we're running up against the clock here, Mark. So save right. your thoughts, save your thoughts on cleft bomb because you broke the story on, uh, on that front. We'll take a quick timeout. 1258 Edmonton off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. More with the Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing, Alberta. Oilers now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.